ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It's Wednesday, and you know what that means. It's time for The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can be a part of the program by calling the White Claw phone lines at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. White Claw Heart Seltzer made pure. Just you and me this afternoon. That's that's fine with me. We haven't done this in a while, just you and me, so I'm looking forward to it. We've got a lot to keep you up to date on. Uh, I was following along earlier with the Pirates and the Reds. Uh, that game in 10 innings uh, goes the Reds' way 5-1. to one. And, of course, we'll have the Pirates back on the air tomorrow right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930 as the Pirates will now turn its uh, attention. The Pirates will turn its attention to the Giants. 635 will be first pitch. That means uh, we'll go on the air 610. Again, you can catch those Pirates games right here all season long on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Not a good series against the Reds. You lose that first one 14-1. to Then you bounce back 7-2 victory, and you just feel good. Okay, maybe you can get the rubber match. You can get the third one here. And it goes into the 10th, and the Reds just open up. Not much more you can do there. So not a, a disappointing effort. You lose it in the 10th, but still you'd like to get that one if you're the Pirates. So you got four games with the Giants, so that's going to be a fun series, I think, and that'll be before they hit the road. They're going to be back on the road starting with the Cardinals on the 18th, but they've got the Cubs and the Rockies for the next homestand starting on the 25th. So Pirates baseball again, concluding here, afternoon baseball right here on your radio, ESPN 94.1. At AM 9:30. Now I've been following along also with Marshall softball conference USA tournament going on, and right now bottom of the fourth with one out. It is Marshall leading Louisiana Tech six to nothing. So Louisiana Tech bottom of the fourth with one out. Marshall gets a six-run two inning there, number two inning, six runs in the second. So. Thundering her looking to hold on. This is the elimination portion. So if you lose today, you're done. So Thundering her needing to win, obviously, to stay in the Conference USA tournament. We'll keep an eye on that as the hour progresses, but it looks like unless something happens, Marshall's going to win this one again. Bottom of the fourth, one out. Marshall leading Louisiana Tech 6 to nothing. Now, we've got a lot to talk about today. We've been talking about Marshall soccer over the last few days and Thundering Herd in the Final Four playing for a championship. First time that Marshall has made the College Cup, the Final Four. Big win, I think, against Georgetown. You beat the other day the number one seed, then you beat the defending champion. It's Marshall versus the ACC right now because you have Pitt, Pitt's in, Virginia's in, and North Carolina's in. You have the ACC versus Marshall. That's going to be tough. Every team in this thing is tough, but Marshall, of course, the upstart, the team from Conference USA, and let's just be honest, Conference USA is a really good soccer league. We talked about baseball several years ago. Hey, this is great for Marshall baseball from the standpoint that you're in a really good baseball league. I mean, this is 
just as good, maybe even better with soccer right now. Thundering Herd, what if Marshall won? That's what we're hoping for, obviously. But what if Marshall won? I mean, that's going to put Conference USA in a good spot. It's going to do wonders for Marshall. Recruiting is going to be even better. I mean, right now, let alone the future, but right now, recruiting is pretty good. Coach Grassi is doing a fantastic job of, of getting kids to come. And we'll get into some of the academics a little bit later on. As the numbers come out, Marshall did well. Thundering Herd did well with the academics. And soccer was one of the teams that you can point to and say, that's one of the flags of this university right now. This is one of the programs that's waving the banner everywhere it can for Marshall University. But we'll get into all of that. We have, of course, your phone calls at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. We're following along with softball. Tomorrow, if Marshall advances, they'll be back in action tomorrow. Uh, The Women's Track and Field Conference Championships are taking place. It's going to be a busy weekend for softball and baseball. And, of course, with soccer taking on North Carolina, a lot of action taking place this weekend. Now, you're kind of wondering, how do I get a chance to be a part of this? Because an event like this, there would be an exodus from Huntington onto the roadways of America to make this trip to get maybe a ticket for this thing. Now, I told you to keep an eye on the ticket account on Twitter if you can. Keep an eye on Herd Zone. The news went out earlier today, and we'll repeat this later if you need to write something down. But tickets for the Marshall soccer matchup against UNC on sale now. Kickoff set for 6 p.m. Broadcast on ESPNU. Looking for a place? Of course, I always tell you to check out what they're doing at the Marshall Hall of Fame Cafe. I always tell you to do that. Check it out. See what they're doing. Marshall didn't get that many. Limited quantity of tickets to distribute and not expected to be any extra to sell to herd fans. So Marshall had obligations, didn't have that many tickets to distribute, had to distribute those first. So all Marshall fans are directed, if they want to purchase tickets, they have to do so through the NCAA tickets website. And they have to select the section to get nearest to the team sections and benches as possible. Here's what they're telling you to do. Recommended that if you want to purchase tickets, you want to purchase those in sections 401 through 407 or sections 503 to 505, if available, if available. And the Marshall team sections are expected to be sections 306 and 308. Those are directly across from the Marshall the Marshall team bench. These are going to be digital tickets. They're going to come as a season ticket. That means you're going to have access to both men's Final Four matches on Friday. The men's matches are called Session 2. The Indiana Pitt match is going to kick off at approximately 8.30 p.m. So if Marshall wins, you want to check out the next match. If you buy these tickets, you get to watch the, um, the match here, okay? Of course, the release says uh, Indiana Pitt. I apologize for that. So there you go. Go to HerdZone.com. You can get the information there. How many of you are planning on going? Or are you just going to kick back, watch it here? How many of you are planning to go and see this? Because Marshall has never been in the College Cup Final Four before. That's pretty huge. I mean, that's, uh, that's saying something. You have a, a coach that came in and said, look, 
this is what we're going to do. We're going to compete for championships. We're going to be a championship contender. And so here it is, the College Cup. The College Cup, and it's going to be Marshall, North Carolina, Indiana, Pittsburgh. I apologize. I got my Virginia and Indiana mixed up. That's my that's my fault. I apologize for that. Marshall, North Carolina on one side, Indiana, Pittsburgh on the other side. So that's what your College Cup looks like. I mean, how cool would that be? Marshall and Pittsburgh. That would be something that would have a lot of regional interest. Marshall, Indiana would be cool as well. So that's what it looks like. And again, we'll go over all of that a little bit later on. But yeah, that's my bad. I apologize. Um, I got my Virginia mixed up because Virginia, of course, is in the other bracket. How crazy is that? Uh, have you seen the other bracket? Have you paid attention to the women's bracket? Uh, it's pretty. It's pretty loaded. It's pretty good as well because you got Florida State and Virginia, and then you've got North Carolina on the women's side taking on Santa Clara. So North Carolina's got a really nice thing going on right now with soccer. All right, we'll take our first break. We'll come back. We've got some things to get into with you. I'll take your phone calls, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Also, you can find me on Twitter, at Paul Swan. We'll go over all this info again, just kind of get you as far as uh, you're concerned, get you set for this. There's going to be an option for you to get your NCAA championship tickets at the same time. Session three. So if you want to go ahead and grab those. Oh, by the way, tickets are $20. And you gotta have a smartphone. You gotta have a smartphone and you gotta have an email account. Of course, if you got a smartphone, you pretty much got an email account. But digital tickets is how this is gonna play out. There won't be any physical. You know, I hate that though. That's the only thing I hate. I like the convenience of the digital ticket, but the physical ticket, say you go to this thing and Marshall wins and you keep that, then Marshall goes to the championship, and what you do there is keep that as well. And you can frame that. I mean, that's one of the cool things about it, just having a, a tangible physical ticket. And I get the convenience of the digital. I mean, I know that's just me. That's just me talking about back in my day, but still, digital tickets are convenient. The physical ticket, however, you can frame that. You can put that in a nice little frame. I was there. Show that off. Marshall wins. That's going to be pretty valuable to herd fans, collectors. Just my two cents. More on the way. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the May 12th edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Paul Swan, your host. Thanks for tuning in. I'm going to update you a little bit later on if you wanted to write something down, if you're listening to the show live on Ticket Situation, what you need to know about that for Marshall and the College Cup, Thundering Herd taking on North Carolina. The winner of that one will get Pitt or Indiana. And again, I blur, I'm looking at both brackets here. I've replaced Indiana with Virginia. It's a lot of ACC in this tournament. I think that's fair to stay. So let me correct E1, Swan. Let me correct that error today. All right. We, now we can move on. I feel better about this. I was telling you earlier, the Thundering Herd has a lot of people making the Conference USA honor roll. Now, there are 271 named 
I'm not going to read you the entire list. I don't have it, but I'm not going to read you every single name. That would take up some time here. But nearly two-thirds of Marshall student-athletes, according to the release that came out earlier, named to the honor roll, the Conference USA Commissioner's Honor Roll. And the list has student-athletes that have maintained a cumulative grade point average of 3.0 or better. Can you imagine? If you haven't done it, if you're someone who hasn't gone through it, could you imagine what it must be like to be an NCAA athlete and a student? This isn't where you just come to school to be a, a football player, a soccer player. You're not. No, this isn't an academy. This is. You've got to juggle both. So to have two thirds of your student athletes average 3.0 or better, that says a lot about what Marshall's doing. And of course, I think you have to attribute a lot of that to the investments Marshall has made in, in facilities, especially facilities and learning centers, tools that allow these students to go about their day and know that they have a place to to go study. Think of it this way. Marshall made some upgrades to facilities and some investments in new facilities and made sure that the learning program, the academic programs, everything was probably better or as good as a lot of other universities. So the actual number is 66.1% of Marshall's entire student-athlete total. Fourth in the league. So that's pretty good. Fourth in the league. You want that. You want to be in the upper part of the league. You can't be number one every year, but you want to be as close as you can. Marshall men's golf had 13. That is the top among Conference USA men's golf programs. That's the top. Men's soccer, which advanced to the College Cup for the first time in its history, 28 named to the list, and that's top among Conference USA's full-time membership. That's pretty good. Women's tennis had 10 named to the list, tied for top honors with UAB, and we'll find out later. The conference is going to release the recipient of its academic medal. That's going to come up tomorrow. That's a 3.75 plus cumulative GPA. So if you're interested, kind of want to look at the list, you can go to herdzone.com. They've got the list posted I would read it for you, but that's a lot of reading. Seriously, that's a lot of reading. 271 names. I don't know if I could do that. And I'm just, you know, I'm going to look. I'm going to glance at it real quick here. Just because I can. Here we are. Going to glance at this list here. And let's see what, okay. Yeah, the Conference USA has listed everybody. So I got to do some serious scrolling here. And Charlotte FIU. And this is, this is going to be a long list here. Again, I'm down to FAU now. I'm down to Louisiana Tech, alphabetical order, of course. Let's see. Okay, Marshall. And it's a long list, as I thought. You know, basketball. Uh, Obina, uh, Devin Collins, Jeremy Dillon, Caleb Meredith, Goren's on it, Marco's on it, Nicholas Sturm's on it, Andrew Taylor's on it, Luke Thompson, Thomas is on it, Jared West is on it, Jansen Williams is on it. I knew Jared would be there. I wasn't even worried. Uh, football's a lot longer list. I can't go through that. Uh, it's... Um, Men's golf is pretty thick. Men's track and co- co- yeah, cross country is thick. Uh, women's basketball, pretty good. Women's golf is uh, is pretty good here. I'm just checking women's golf because former intern of mine, Stormy Randazzo, she's on the list. So I had to check that. Okay, so she's there. That's good. Softball is pretty good. Um, wow, swimming. Women's swimming. It's, it's very, very thick, the list. Track and cross country, very thick. Volleyball is solid. Baseball is really you gotta you gotta be proud of, of what Marshall's able to do. You look at a lot of these names here, you, you gotta be pretty proud of 
of what these kids were able to do. So that's over on HerdZone.com. If you want to check out the entire list, I mean, highlighting some of the basketball, uh, men's soccer, pretty much the entire team, it looks like. Let's put it this way. I can't figure out who's not on the list. That's the question. Who didn't make the list? And I don't want to single anyone out, but that's how big this list is for soccer. It's pretty much the entire team, it looks like here. All right, we're going to take our next break. We'll come back. We will get your phone calls in, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. It's a Wednesday here on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our phone line this hour brought to you by White Claw, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. I'm Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. We are here every day for you, your weekly, daily journey, depending on how much you tune in. We're here for you every single day on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. It's a Wednesday, folks. That means we're in the middle of the week. Everything that we are excited for happens later this week, and of course, the big one's going to be Marshall and the Final Four, the College Cup. That's going to be one of the big ones. And, of course, the Thundering Hurt in the Conference USA Tournament right now. And softball. And right now at the top of the six, Marshall leading, but the lead is trimmed a little bit. It is a 6-2 to two lead over Louisiana Tech. And the bottom of the fifth, Louisiana Tech able to get two runs in. So the margin has shrank just a bit. We're in the top of the six now. And, again, Marshall leading that one 6-2. to two. And as I told you earlier, you know the tickets are on sale now for the College Cup if you're looking to go. And I, I promise I would remind you how you go about getting those. If you, you want to get that information down, you were in your car, wherever. Just the good news is here, you, know, you go to the NCAA ticket site, and you're going to have to buy a, a ticket for Session 2. So you're looking for Session 2. And the sections you want to go and get yourself in, if you're going, will be sections 401 through 407, or sections 503 to 505, if those are even available now. The Marshall team sections are expected to be in sections 306 to 308, which are directly across from the Marshall team bench. And there are going to be digital tickets. It's a session ticket. So you're going to have access to both men's Final Four matches. Session two will be the ticket you get. Indiana Pitt kicks off at about 8.30 p.m. Session two tickets are going to be $20. You've got to have a smartphone, and it's going to be a digital ticket. So you got to have a smartphone, valid email address, and it's going to be a digital ticket. And if you want to go ahead and get your ticket for the championship, that's going to be session three. You're going to get access to the women's championship. That'll be at 5.30 p.m. And the men's championship will kick off at about 8 p.m. So tickets uh, all at the NCAA Tickets website. You got any questions, you can call the ticket office at Marshall tomorrow. Office hours open back up 9 a.m. 800-THE-HERD. Email herdtickets at marshall.edu if you've got questions there for how to get tickets to this championship. It's going to be a big-time event. For Chris Grassi, he knows what it's like for these Thundering Herd players. They've been in in similar situations, big-time matches in their home countries where they have come up 
This is what they look forward to. This is not going to be a situation where these kids go in and they look around and they're in awe. They know it's a big situation. They know it's an important situation, but they've been in bigger situations before, I'm sure, throughout their career. Individually, now collectively, they come together, and this is probably going to be the this is the biggest soccer match in Marshall's program history. And then the next one, the championship, will be the biggest soccer match in Marshall's program history. This is right here. This is going to be the defining moment for Marshall soccer because this is where Marshall has pointed to and said, this is where, as a program, we, as an athletic department, we as a coaching staff, see our program. This is where we see Marshall soccer contending for championships, playing for championships. And Marshall just went through two of the best, the defending champion and a two-time champion, the number one seed. And now you have to take out North Carolina to get to either Indiana or Pitt. And Indiana is definitely blue blood. When it comes to soccer, definitely a blue blood. And Pitt's just been amazing. So this is where Marshall's at right now. And if Marshall loses, Marshall's going to be, I'm sure, as a program disappointed. The fans will probably be disappointed, but nothing will be. I don't think you're going to. You're not looking for moral victories here. But whatever happens, everything looks good for the program. Everything looks good because it's been a short journey, but Marshall breaking through last season before the COVID and got into the tournament, won the conference championship, now back-to-back conference champions, advancing to the Final Four of the College Cup, to the College Cup itself. So you can put, that's that's something you can put on the resume now. Marshall, College Cup appearance, Final Four appearance here. You can put that on the resume. If you looked at, you looked at some of the game notes, some of the programs that are in this thing. You look at Clemson, you see they put two national champions there. They put how many times they've been in the College Cup there. and They put everything. Just put it out there in bold. Top the header. Programs, they put that out there because that's a big deal. That's a huge deal. And you look at the history of the College Cup. Now, there are some teams that have just been dominant. Seriously, there are some teams that have just been so dominant in this thing as far as how many appearances some long time ago i mean st louis has 10 titles but st louis hasn't been uh hasn't won it since 1973 indiana has eight titles last time indiana won was 2012 virginia which again i mistaked indiana for because i was looking at the women's bracket i apologize for that virginia's won seven last time they won the championship 2014 and then maryland has four UCLA has four, and you go down the list, and Georgetown won, but the defending champion, Marshall, knocked them out. Notre Dame has one championship, 2013. But you take St. Louis's success away, it's Indiana, it's Virginia, it's Maryland with recent success, Stanford, 2015, 16, 17. North Carolina's won it in 2001 and 2011. So they're a two-time champ. The team that has made the most uh, appearances um, in the top 25, uh, St. Louis. You look at their list. There's a list of top 25 men's college soccer teams in terms of appearances in the NCAA Division I Men's Soccer Championship, the list I'm looking at. Uh, Indiana, third, 42 appearances. Uh, St. Louis, one with 48 appearances. UCLA, 44 appearances. I mean, North Carolina... 
is 14th, tied for 14th with 25 appearances. I mean, there are some really big names here. And you look at this thing, last time this thing was played, it was Georgetown, Virginia, Stanford, and Wake Forest. Well, Wake Forest is out. Georgetown's out now. Stanford and Virginia, not in the Final Four. Before that, it was Maryland, Akron, Indiana, and Michigan State. I mean, Akron's made some. Run. I mean, Akron's made some serious runs here. Yeah, Akron was in this thing 2017, 2018, 2015, 2009. Akron was in it 2010. I'm just going over the list here. And Marshall is making the argument. Well, why not us? Why not us as well? Why can't we be in this as much as any other team? And the answer is, well, Marshall can be. That's where. The facilities have come in. This is where everything that has uh, been put into the soccer program has come to fruition. And really, Marshall isn't outspending anybody. Athletic department, Marshall's not outspending anybody by any stretch of the imagination. So a lot of its facilities obviously have helped. It's coaching. It's the intangibles. Because if you think Marshall's got a budget to compete with North Carolina, with Indiana, with Pitt, no. No way, and still look what Marshall's been able to do. You're trying to do some research on this. The highest recorded attendance for the championship, 22,512 in 1980. Pretty big. They got 20,112 in 1973 for St. Louis versus SIU Edwardsville. I don't think we're going to see numbers like that. Not not for this. But Hurt fans could get a hold of tickets and go, I'm sure Hurt fans would, would fill this thing up. But, yeah, you want to get Marshall... You want to get Marshall start to build itself and get onto these lists a little bit. You you want to get into the team titles list though. Here's some one hit wonders here: Georgetown with one, North yeah Notre Dame with one, uh, Akron team titles 2010, Wake Forest with one, Wisconsin with one, Duke with one. I mean Duke won at one time 1986. Michigan State's won it twice. You want to get into you want to get on this list. You want to get on this list with Westchester, Navy, and Howard and Hartwick, and SIU Edwardsville, and Santa Clara, St. John's, UC Santa Barbara, Wake Forest with one win, and or one champion, one title, one championship. And that's where Marshall wants to be. Marshall wants to, Marshall wants to one, get on this list, and then move up. Because Michigan State's got two. You look at this thing, and okay, St. Louis has got a lot of them. Indiana's got the lion's share. If, if we're talking about current modern era Indiana's got a lot of these things. St. Louis has a lot of them, but they're sort of like the Green Bay Packers. A lot of titles before the Super Bowl era. A lot of titles. Sort of like the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, a lot of titles you can talk about before people started to care with the with the Super Bowls. But Indiana, modern era, starting in 82, eight titles between 82 and 2012, and you know, Marshall could face them. Marshall could face off against them. If Marshall and Indiana played for a championship, that would be amazing. Marshall Pitt. If Marshall's in the championship, as a Hurt fan, it's amazing, period. All right, so that's what it looks like doing more research. As, um, hopefully, I'm going to be using all this material here in the next few days as the Thundering Herd is um, primed and ready to go. All right, we're going to wrap it up when we continue. You're listening to The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Don't worry. Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're wrapping up today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Paul Swan, your host. We might have a shot clock in high school basketball. 
The 35-second shot clock is going to be permitted in high school basketball. However, it's going to be a state-by-state association decision. There was a proposal for a national rule mandating a shot clock. That was not approved. So this is one of the topics that the National Federation of State High School Associations basketball rule committees talked about. And these recommendations were approved by the NFHS Board of Directors. So the shot clock could be coming. I'm here for that. Seriously, I'm here for the shot clock. Shot clock will speed the pace up of the game. Shot clock will generate more, hopefully, more offensive opportunities. I'm here for the shot clock in high school basketball. And I like where they're trying to go with this, trying to make sure it's standard, you know, giving the states the opportunity to implement it. If you want the shot clock, you have the opportunity to. It's going to be hopefully standardized. That's going to be something the coaches are going to have to decide that they want, though, because, again, you're going to have to upgrade some facilities. And we're not talking about building new arenas here. We're talking about equipment adding to your gymnasium for the shot clock and for timing. But I'm here for the shot clock. It's going to ramp things up. It's really going to, I think, it's going to speed the pace up of the game. You might be a purist, maybe don't like the shot clock. I personally like the shot clock. I don't like sitting and waiting for, you know, hey, you got 35 seconds. Get the ball across the line. Set up your offense. Shoot. Take it in. Let's speed this thing up. I don't want to see run and gun here all day long, sloppy play. But, yeah, 35 seconds, yeah, plenty of time to take care of this. So you might see that happening in a high school gymnasium near you. I'd be curious to see how many states adopt this. It wasn't passed nationally. Uh, this, however, is something that is going to be allowed now for states to take advantage of. We're close to 6 o'clock. Pirates baseball earlier this afternoon. Pirates ending up losing in extra innings in the 10th, 5-1. So back in action tomorrow, taking on San Francisco. And we're following one more game. It's Marshall in Louisiana Tech. This is the top of the 7th now. Following this, Marshall has added a run to the total. So top of the 7th, one out. Marshall leading Louisiana Tech by a score of 7-2. to two. Looks like Marshall, unless Louisiana Tech can answer and make some serious noise, looks like Marshall will be advancing in the Conference USA tournament. So that's where we stand here with that. Again, 7-2 Thundering Herd here in the top of the 7th. This is a lot easier to follow along with than it was soccer the other day when we were following that along. That's That was tough. That was so tough. Follow along with that live stream. Uh, we don't have to worry about that. It's going to be a lot better. It's going to be on ESPNU. And, of course, if you're looking for a place to watch that, there are going to be several watch parties, I'm sure. But I'm telling everyone to go to the Hall of Fame Cafe. That's where I recommend everyone. The Marshall Hall of Fame Cafe. That's your destination for the watch party. And, of course, if Marshall wins on Friday, we'll be back here on Monday probably with the, I don't want to call it the unofficial pregame of that thing, but we go into a different mode. If Marshall's in the championship on Monday, this show goes into a different mode. All of a sudden, this show is going into one of our epic one-hour pregame-type shows. I don't know how I'm going to pull that off, but I'll make that happen. And with that said, we're done for the day. Thanks for tuning in. Hope to have you here back tomorrow on ESPN 94.1 at AM 930.